0: Hi everyone and welcome to the Aesop Rock Spirit World Field Guide Album Review. My name is Holden Stefan Roy. This is the Headspace Podcast, the show where we break down the new hip-hop projects, track-by-track, track, giving thoughts and opinions on every single song. The kind of albums we talk about might just be stuff like Aesop Rock's Spirit World Build Guide. Anyway, we're going to get into it real, real quick. The whole track-by-track track breakdown of this brand-new project. Before we do, a little bit of promo stuff. I make music myself. I would love to hear what you think about it Links in the description Please check that out, let me know Also, if you do end up supporting what we do here You can check out the Patreon down below And show some love like that On that note, I think we're going to get into it And we're going to talk about it Full disclosure, it is 11.37pm for me On November 13th The very same day that this album has dropped I have not yet heard this album The way I'm doing these podcasts now is the first time I hear the song It's going to be on this very episode i'm gonna tell you the name of the song i'm gonna go listen to it i can't put that on camera due to copyright and all that good stuff and then i'm gonna come back and give you my live reaction my first thoughts I haven't heard the track one time now i say this because i like to start off the shows contextualizing my familiarity with each artist and i love aesop rock his dense po- poetry is just invigorating the way he puts words together i don't know like he's just got a gift for it like when you look at that chart of like the most novel words used in hip-hop per rapper and you see how like Aesop is just fields ahead of the conversation it's just it's just so prevalent in in his tracks and then the vast creativity like i think i haven't i'm not that familiar with a lot of his older work but on this channel we did do the malibu Ken project and i, I did touch on that album he did with the video games freedom fingers um and i i just know that i'm going to keep touching his projects when they drop because from the, the beat choices he makes to the way that he flows To the way that his, 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 just his rhythm is just so perfect right? And keep in mind, I haven't heard anything on this album yet This is just me expressing my feelings and excitement uh, going into this Because I just know that I'm going to be blown away by amazing poetry That I might not understand in depth So bear with me on that front I know a lot of y'all are going to come back with some deep profound wisdom And whatever I may mess up, feel free to let me down Let me know down in the comments what's up and uh, yeah that's about all i gotta say going into it i'm just real excited i want to know if you're real excited like i am let me know and uh, i like to start them all also just describing a little bit the album cover i think it's beautiful i think this little cartoon-esque forest energy just kind of pictures like a beautiful but haunting with the skull coming floating down just feeling of a spirit world in the sense of like a fun fantasy video game but also just kind of a little dangerous like maybe something's corrupting it like maybe something's messing it up and we're gonna need that field guide in order to navigate and get through the jungles of it um, I love the, the title like we're gonna go on this mystical journey maybe through his mind through his soul his perceptions of the world today and he is gonna be like the field guide to navigate this crazy universe that he's put together so that's kind of what it tells me maybe along the way my understanding of the cover will become more profound and i'll update it at that point but on that note i think without further ado it's gonna be a long review with 21 tracks let's talk about hello from the spirit world yeah this is a fantastic introduction to the project Uh, It's got this goofy little beat that's just kind of dingly, almost video game asking it's its feel, and I really like it, but what really amplifies it is the way that he cuts certain sounds in as as an example of that is when he goes, these insights may be illuminating for some in the middle of the verse, Uh, and he adds like a laugh track, like honest, like, like, you know, the superimposed comedic effect, like, look, this is just how the general people are going to treat stuff. I'll tell them to laugh so they're going to laugh. I don't know. I just thought it was really like an interesting subtle effect to kind of add a layer to the tone like like there is this this vanity to the world um but I, I like the the way he flows it it's pretty clear it's pretty straightforward and it kind of reminds me of the introduction to books like uh how to win friends and influence people where it kind of gives you an understanding of the point of it like this is meant to be like uh, aesop rock's you know survival guide through his spirit world which might be his interpretation of life maybe it's how he sees things going on maybe it's literally just meant to be this album but the way he presents it like each song is meant to be like a specific topic that we're going to explore and some are meant to be relevant to you or maybe more relevant to you than others but once you've gotten what you need out of it you know make sure to take the time to check out all the other ones so that you can fill out your whole understanding of things like even if it's a convoluted experience even if his thoughts and ideas are too profound and might store up some stuff he felt like it was worth sticking to the vision he set out for himself and i feel like he conveyed that it makes me very curious it makes me feel kind of invigorated from an album perspective it just kind of takes me out of the world i'm in and i'm like huh i want to go into this spirit adventure and it's so friendly and inviting and warm but has this like calming like sense of i'm gonna teach you some seriously fucking dense shit or hard shit or something but in the meantime it's gonna be a nice and cuddly experience as we go through it I really like this introduction. I like the way he ends it with the kindest regards, Aesop Rock. In in regard, you know, it just kind of makes it feel like a a personalized uh, letter. I like how he just uses dope language. Like while this arrangement highlights the basic chronology of my experiences, like nobody uses the word chronology like that. It makes it feel very fresh overall i don't want to like run my mouth too much being rimba, uh, you know just full of the ramblings like i might do it is freaking late i'm already kind of tired so i'm gonna do my best with this but let's move it along to the gates Whew, that was like a trip i know this chat's been out for a minute um i chose not to listen to anything that came out before the album i've not seen the music video i wanted my whole experience to be like what it is so i love the idea that just at the from a story perspective on the project you get this little introduction to your guide and then you're at the gates and the way he just paints the picture being in the front of the landscape of the spirit world all of a sudden it goes from being kind of warm and fuzzy to being very serious and intense like i was at the gates ram's leg my pizza black my pet plants dead my planet x and might bleed green i'm you know like and the like what i'm taking from that is the world's kind of dark and morbid around him. His perspective, even maybe the way he sees the world, is just decrepit. Where other people see happiness, his shit's kind of dark and twisted. Um, he's kind of, the Planet X in my bleed green. You know, he's like an alien to this world. And what I love about this shit is as he blunts down through, it feels almost like an assault on other rappers or the mainstream culture or hip hop or just the world at large because i don't really know who he's targeting but there's this sense that he is the rugged he is the fucking gangster shit like there are lines in here like a few meal bars a good field knife a feel good no feel guide like he's just ready to go i feel like the meal bars it's like tied into both you know literally just food items but also just the way he fucking slays the rap just deicide by t at five so i'll take from that like yo deicide you know killing off gods and shit by t at five that's some regularly like this is just normally like i do this shit by tea time um honestly it's just that level of shit like it's just this power to the way he slays it he glasses on that flow he just rides it so smooth everything about it is tight he just kind of and it's very modern-esque almost like he's taking on a, a more like pop sound with that rugged way that he's mixing his voice in it, it, there's like nothing in the vocal mixing except for that part of the chorus where he like pitch ships right down and kind of sounds like modern pop mixing in that regard but it's more his flow it's almost like he's just dancing on the beat and just marking it and i like the idea of like when he goes uh i'm on the kitchen walls i may paint a house that could breach the yard i'm omega bound game face on dower days y'all gang gangs like how quaint gang way for the false start versus freight chains through stalled cars it's like you get the sense that he's actually going through some shit. He's dealing with whatever. He's painting his house and whatnot. Everyone out there is doing their like over-the-top impersonations of the world. And he's just like, oh, that's kind of whatever. So then he kind of compares it to the rugged realities of what, you know, Gangway for the false start versus freight trains through stalled cars so you put up your whole perception like this and that's how you're going to jump off when it actually hits out you're going to end up in a situation where it's not sustainable it's not going to work on through i think it's really interesting shame shame shit so whack show you back to this moth jar so i feel like this is what he's trying to do he's trying to take an attack on the bigger culture and the vapid shit i'm bringing it through while bringing this illustrious poetry i love the whole fucking start of that third verse when it's got that animalistic feel to it you know the scarecrow Cruz who goes there and like who's there when the snare close Like you just picture him out there like this hunter in the wilderness, and all these regular people are coming on through, and they're not prepared for the tenacity and the out there shit that Aesop Rock can bring to the table. I'm really impressed by this track. I think it just flows perfect. I think that chorus is so playable. I think this shit's a real smash, man. And he produced the beat too. I think he produced the last one because it's kind of consistent, and I didn't see it the credits but all it is is just really dope i'm gonna have to go ahead and get this a straight up five i love the lyricism i i know i didn't digest it as much as i would have liked to but I'm blown away by the imagery in the track just all of it it just every line makes you want to go back and go what did he just say anyway let's talk about button masher so let's say the gates kind of presents the harsh realities of life let's say like that's more what it represents having listened to this track so life is complicated and it's hard and you're out there and you're grinding and maybe you're miserable. You feel a little bit like an outcast. You're not sure how to navigate the world. Um, that brings us to bottom Button Masher. So when I heard this track, and I don't know what y'all took from it, but I pictured a dude chain smoking joints, nonstop, being a complete degenerate, living in his apartment, uh, playing video games, escaping. Uh you know, mash the buttons, knock knock, never yield. Phobia is emotion blowing spoke into the sterile field. So that phobia is emotion, right? Cause when you get real stoned, you kinda get like anxious and shit. So you start getting paranoid and when you're like chain smoking joints and shit. Maybe in this review my my sobriety level is in the joint place. So I just I guess I don't know, weed shit just pops out at me. But what really hit me about this track is it brought me back to when I was maybe a younger degenerate and there were points where like I may have lived a little bit like this. Like you go to the store and you smell like absolute shit and people talk about you. Um like check it, I'm shredded smelling like I just stepped on a charred capsule I did. Right? So that could be like, you know, you dropped the fucking hookah pipe or whatever on the floor and you literally stepped on that shit. That's not imaginary ash in his wig. That's like literally you have ash there. Here's the thing straight up, sometimes if I'm not paying attention, I have left the, the fucking place with like ashes just on me because I was high and I wasn't really paying attention. Um, and then there's like a line that really popped out at me like, neighbors at the mercy of a thin wall one side nap one satellite pinball so you have this thin wall there and i'm just picturing the combination of this guy sitting up till three in the morning playing video games on his fucking tv smoking joints and this only this thin wall keeping it out there like in quebec they passed a law at the legalization of marijuana that would allow um landlords to evict people who consume the product inside and part of it was the noise complaint component of weed like believe it or not in montreal somebody can call the cops on you under public disturbance laws like the noise complaint law with relation to marijuana so i just kind of love the way he did it because it could be like there's a lot of like spaceship kind of bars this illusion is going into space but then you also have like at at the end of that like first thing his helmet in in a case of bud he factored a paper cut so you can just picture a guy like drinking whatever's but case of bud that could be budweiser but it could also just literally be bud marijuana um uh but coragulated cockpit i'm not exactly major tom but it could also be case of bud like bud aldrin or whatever the fucking astronaut was uh but coragulated cockpit i'm not exactly major tom like you're you're high but you're not like fucking you know a junkie you know you smoke pot it's the kind of shit that like a stoner would say they would compare their addiction to other drugs and go it's not like that bad um, this track is full of lines like this to me uh, the chorus is basically that to me like I ain't not seen it land in a minute AWOL spaceman wave to Mrs. Faint transmission and uh, you know like it's when you're really fucking stoned and shit that's what this track is and it's over such a wavy beat and it's so cleverly written I've never heard a, a, a song so cleverly written on a subject like this that really cause look if you learn how to smoke marijuana and be productive, it is a great enhancement to your life in a lot of ways, okay? But you have to learn how to do it. A lot of people unfortunately get caught into the trap of weed, the relaxing, sit around, smoke, play video games. Like I swear a good year of my life was wasted just burning joints, watching TV, playing video games all day long doing fucking nothing right and that's what i picture from this track and i think it's such an amazing thing because it's, it's just leaving you with this this sense whatever and then at the end it's like the neighbors are just seeing you and wondering how does he smoke so much how does he what kind of person is he you just see this glowing light under the door just him and his tv nobody knows him or oh when can we expect you why would you expect me that's some pothead shit. do you know the number of social uh, occasions i just didn't go to because i was stoned and lazy and i couldn't smoke weed there so i didn't go like i could, i don't know i bet i maybe i'm just like pouring too much from my heart and solo and this is what it is because it's now 1203 a.m for me but i don't do a lot of these at night they're always done in the daytime I just think this song is brilliant. I hope you all enjoyed that. I gave this another five. This album is fucking contending really strong for... Like, I'm happy I'm here doing this. I am enthralled. Let's talk about Dog at the Door. But in my life, it's more like Cat at the Door. Wow. This is another trippy one. So let's pretend you're Stone in this story, right? And... Okay, do y'all ever see that episode of That 70s Show where they get really fucking high and paranoid and then they just keep smoking and they keep getting more and more paranoid and they're just tripping fucking balls. Like the salesman shows up and he's like, you know we can smell what you're doing and they're like tripping out they think the government's spying on them and shit that's what i picture from this and this sound is delivered eloquently it's another five like the beat's ridiculous but it's really just the delivery like it the, the conversation huh who's there like you just picture him in the previous track right so he's just playing video games and now something happened outside of his door we already know he doesn't want to go through we already know he's kind of a loner at this point um dog at the door barking in the air you know, like, that's something you can picture. You're just sitting there and you look over, your dog's barking, but it's just the way he goes wind out, whoosh, and then the way he changes his flow with the then chick, 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 Feet on leaves. It's probably a cat. Might be a guy with an ax. So let's say you're sitting there, and again, if you haven't smoked copious amounts of marijuana and gotten paranoid in the middle of the night, maybe you can't fully relate to the emotion that I feel that is being captured here, but it is this. This whole song proceeds to just trip out, like, the way he's going wondering what it is maybe it's some crazy trap out there like i'm thinking it's pretty damn sophisticated trap utilizing some technology i didn't know we had hmm, maybe i'm entirely tripping it might have been the neighbor's kid but i might have suspicions and then he builds up this narrative in his head about somebody coming at him all, all whatever and then the last couple of lines crack me the fuck up fine it might have been a baby squirrel who tumbled from the nest yo because check it man squirrels is fucking loud we have squirrels around here they screech they make all sorts of noises and they really all the animals in the neighborhood if you listen for it are pretty noisy and i love how he just flips it nah because he's stoned and he's fucking whatever in his mind he says no it was the suspicious thing it's probably just you motherfuckers missed. Like, you came at them, you couldn't get the job done. I thought this was fucking brilliant. You know, like I said, this album is great. Um, I mean, I'm going to just say that you should take all my grades with a little grain of salt. Uh, this is first listens, and maybe if I listen to it more and more and more, my real grade would kick in. But on my first reaction, I feel like this is an experience. Like, we're going on a fucking journey, and it makes me so excited to see what happens next with Gaz so i'm gonna be real with you this one had a lot of that more i had trouble picking apart the exact tone of it so i'm gonna take my stab um i feel like this was if we're going back on that like we're going through his mind this is like a journey through his mind of sorts this is the part where he's kind of like letting you know look it's not exactly happy thoughts up in here i'm not like a good friend of yours being a friend with me may come with some complications um like i really enjoyed when he kind of pointed out and i don't know where the exact bar is but like i come with lots of things but i don't really come with answers you know i don't really try to solve this situation um i love his flow i love the way he rides on this again tapping into that like super quick paced uh, upbeat almost modern flow but with over this like guitar driven heavier almost sounding beat but it's got like this nice fusion-y sound so it's almost like i can do what you do but i'm doing it my way and i really appreciate that flex that he's making on this album because i think a lot of people uh especially in the more underground side like to talk about how they can like you know do a bunch of shit like the mainstream but I feel like Aesop is just crushing the mainstream at their own fucking game. Um, but yeah, so that bar I was trying to point out before is uh, from the croc in the mole to the gold in the chest uh so from the crock in the moat to the gold in the chest notice i don't program any actual way to progress to convey an effect so i feel like he's painting it all out there he's creating this imagery he's painting out the whole picture but at the end of the day it's more like he's diagnosing a pro- problem with his bias he's, he's pointing out to you the world of what it is but he's not really gonna help you get through it he's not gonna go through it um I don't know i really like it i like how like just dismal that fray that plague that bayonet that hate that face of death that all in together i'm afraid that train is left and it's almost like he's done trying to appease anyone he's not trying to make friends with people i like in the second verse when he's like uh i go from a homie to bogey and ghost i'm sorry if you know me as both where it's like you know you at some point are close in his life but then something kind of happens and he just kind of gets introverted and you know disappears but there's like a sense of self-awareness like he's like sorry if at some point you were his homie and now he's ghosted out on you and you're no longer around he's acknowledging this but this is just kind of who he is it's like he doesn't actually care anymore about trying to make you happy He's just kind of doing shit. And he's even almost like questioning shit. Like, I don't aim to please. I don't aim at all. I'm okay. Actively seeking to underdevelop his sentimentality. Why am I here if it isn't effectively cutting the hellions out of me, huh? And I feel like there's almost a bit of a questioning the purpose to what he's doing here. But really, it's about himself. It's about what he's trying to accomplish, not what you're trying to do with it. But I love the idea. Underdevelop his sentimentality. It's almost like I'm trying to tone down the deep sense of like, empathy or or emotional whatever that drove me in the past i'm trying to like calm it down so that i can be calmer like why am i creating this music if it isn't to get the pain and the darkness and the chaos out of me to get rid of it and i love that idea i love the whole sentiment of this track I think it's really amazing and straight up, I love listening to it. It's another five for me. Again, maybe I'm kind of praising this album a lot, but I think he's delivering on flows. The mixing is on point. The beats are really enjoyable for me to listen to. Uh, Yo, it's so great. He's so clean. He enunciates so perfect. Every syllable lines up exactly where it needs to be. What else could you possibly want? Aesop Brock is competing for album of the year on this one and i just feel like i keep saying that 2020 has been quite the year for music what's your favorite album this year anyway let's move on to track six pizza alley yeah i like the little poem bit at the end that's used as an interlude according to genius it's the opening line of ruth white's reading of a translated version of charles baudelaire's poem spleen I just think it's a real fitting way to end this track and kind of serving as an interlude into the next one, which, of course, I haven't heard yet. Um, This is a beautiful and interesting song. As I understand it, this was inspired by a trip. He went to Peru and had a very spiritual experience, and I do believe that that's conveyed, but I think what really caught me was the chorus. Pay no mind to the bygones. Find a strange hill to die on. Never let me die on a regular hill. Never let me die on a regular hill. So pay no mind to the bygones, right? To me, that's like, don't live with regrets don't worry about the past don't worry about the mistakes whatever um find a strange hill to die on never let me die on a regular hill so when you think about the phrase is that the hill you're going to die on it's it's about ideas and principles it's where you're going to put your flag down and the, the point where you're going to argue so typically it would be brought up when you're saying something kind of stupid and somebody's like yo is this really what you're going to argue for this is what you're going to fight like this is the place you're going to fight you know in, in an obviously ridiculous kind of way so i think what he's trying to point out with this is in the way he's lived his life maybe there were regrets maybe there are parts where he's maybe wondered about the path he's chosen but instead it almost feels like after going on this crazy spiritual trip that he went on he ended up uh coming to the point of going i'd rather die for extreme ideals the things that i truly believe in i don't want to be normal i don't want to be like that nah it's not worth it um there was also other lines that just popped out of me okay again like the beat's ridiculous i love the transformative nature i love the fact that like by the third verse it's almost like a completely different track in terms of tone and vibe almost making this whole song feel like a trip like the first verse is like you know you're discovered it's extremely great you're so caught up in the world of it um you're just you're just excited to be there and you're, you're, you're just willing to embrace it then by the second one you know so and i feel like you're just kind of getting into the moment like you know smoke the dope and raid the tomb like we're gonna get into this experience and that's how like the first verse ends then you get your chorus then you get the second verse where it's just like you know it flows through there's a lot of i feel like it's it's abstract storytelling like each line makes sense like the local homie blows smoke on his wounds it's like literally probably like a dude doing a local custom thing but also probably has some deeper metaphor i'm not getting and then talk about the jungle like it's always in the room you know just kind of painting like these are probably like experiences like we sit in there and the dude is just telling them all about being there or like at this, the third verse like electric eels killed two of my best friends said the local to the gringo like that sounds like some shit like somebody literally said like yo electric eels killed two of my friends like while they were chilling and then he said and eh, fucking and dived right into where that happened um But I think my favorite bar in this whole track is you hit the labyrinth and ambassador of peace and love, right? So maybe he went out there with this idea of his head of who he was, creating him as the superhero, the Aesop rock, the guy who's putting out this message to the world. But you might return with the root of your super ego plunged. And this reminded me of going to Pakistan. So when I went to Pakistan, I was a lot more arrogant than I am. And then I guess just being in that world and seeing that experience had a spiritual impact in terms of destroying the base of my ego and uh starting to look differently it took many many years to really embrace not having an ego but when i hear super ego like that it's almost like you have a giant ego you think the worst you go and do this whole crazy trip in peru and it just impacts you so much that you're willing to see the world differently i just think this is a brilliant song i'm gonna give this one a 4.5 i like it a lot I don't like it as much as the other ones before it that's okay i still really like it though it's still incredible we're still talking a plus music here 4.5 is a ridiculously high grade anyway let's move on to crystal sword i i don't know what what this one's about but it sounds real good everything like every line sounds super interesting like carry his own water as nary a known other like i i just love the way that sounds like nary a known other it just sounds fun it's got a sense of alliteration to it read a palm when i parry apparently no sucker um i don't know i guess he's just able to see the world around him hold his own and i feel like this is again that introspective look at like himself the world around him and it's almost like line by line it's this stream of consciousness flow of just ideas of just i don't know i like the part when it's like he runs into the devil or the worst man ever and he's like he tells his own issue i i don't know like the guy's like mm, no okay you know what what's mine is yours you you got it i'll come share my shit with you like and then he's just like moves on past gave him some weed felt bad for him like he met the worst guy ever and then after telling him his story he had to like Give him some like pick me up shit because his whole inner world is so chaotic, or I don't know. Like it's just it just has a vibe. um Like he shed a tear and let me buy him. Like what's mine is yours. Broke him off a little. We'd bid him well. Off to see a system into smithereens. And it's just like Aesop's on his way to destroy the world. The, the whole sense of the status quo of, of normal mediocrity. I love it. I feel like he's just this weird hero in this world that he's created this this like place where and I guess that's what the spirit world is. It's his little video game universe where he's off to fuck up the final boss and to take out some shit. And he understands his quest. He's finally accepted his quest. It almost feels like that. Like a video game character. Like his whole life he has been this protagonist and he's, he's battled with it. But now he's ready for it. I like when it goes from everything from he's a pest to he's been dead for 20 years. He's shredding perfect curbs and golden light with total scum. Pigeons bring him donuts. I'm the motherfucking chosen one. It's like just such a crazy imagery like he feels special because he's reached a place in life where his degeneracy or whatever his or outcastness has the pigeons bringing him the donuts like or maybe it's like women are bringing him shit oh that could be a cool way to interpret like pigeons as in like women bringing him stuff like he's figured out a way to to get people to be attracted to him i don't know it's cool like that the whole track is cool like that the beat's fucking banging i feel like it flows really great like this is just one of those songs where i already want to go back and listen to it and think about it more i'm gonna have to go ahead and give it a five for my level of excitement let's call this all my level of excitement grades so this is a five this is a great beat it's such a cool vibe. Um, Anyway, that's what this review is probably just going to be. Me gushing over how amazing his dude is for the next, I don't know, what is it? Like, f- fucking a lot of songs left. Let's talk about Boot Soup. I like this one. Um, Again, it just is so powerful in terms of the energy he gives being this intensity the beat has this cool development in the third verse like right before where it kind of breaks out and it just kind of takes that line of the chorus i can't be the only one chops it up a little bit that kind of stuff is so cool that level of production element is dope and i think when a guy produces his own stuff you get a little bit more of that then you get when dude cops a beat off the next guy you also get it when it's like the dj producer persons inside the group don't get me wrong but i love the fact that it feels like every second of every one of these tracks he went over and made sure the exact right thing was happening on the production and i just wanted to make sure that got said um there were some lines in the second verse that really just resonated with me uh bring a steak night bring a trail guide so i feel like inside of his mind it's all like we're going through his mind like i said it's kind of dangerous so you need the weaponry you need to be on edge you're defensive and if you're going to be around him maybe you gotta be prepared for that or maybe it's when he's around other people he feels the need to do that and he needs a guide to kind of navigate the normal world of life um breaking out that boarded house faking normal has worn me down hit the road an old misanthrope alone tip me over and pour me out um so what i thought was cool about that is it kind of feels like he's tried in the past to become a normal person in the sense of modern middle class uh, normative standards and he's just tired of trying to be that he just doesn't like people like that's what a misanthrope is a person who dislikes people so he just wants to kind of be out there on his own and Um I guess the sense of being around people that are fake or not real and all the crap that he's had to deal with. And it's just annoying. Like show up like an eyeball on a moonroof. One false move, dude, you're a food group. And I think that's interesting how like if you fuck up one time, whether it's him fucking up around other people or people fucking up around him, the level of trust gets messed up, everything is complicated and it's like being around others messes up his vibe and that's what i take from this track and then it's like i like the chorus where it's like uh know the few five from, notice a bouquet of bone and blood i cannot have been the only one I cannot have been the only one and i feel like he's sitting there looking around at this kind of song and dance of life and he's just like everything just feels so fucking pointless all these people around everyone trying to get along with everyone and it's like i can't be the only one who feels this way nah i'm just gonna stick it out the way i want to be because that's just who i am Uh, i really liked it i thought in general it's the same level of dance writing i'm not gonna go waste my time trying to tell you bars i can't break down i'm just saying this track is worth listening to i'm gonna throw it up with another 4.5 on 5. it's really like this album is pretty next level so far anyway let's move on to the next track which is called coveralls this is cool i feel like we're kind of exploring his isolationism here you get the sense that like he doesn't care about the regular shit degeneracy like you i feel like he paints himself in such a decrepit way like i could give a fuck if there's mold on my daily bread i'm a photo of the fainting goat i'm home on the racer's edge it's like he doesn't care about the regular shit like moldy bread could technically kill you it's a risky thing to do but it's also like a sign of negligence like you're not even paying attention to like your old crusty bread that got moldy but then because of the tenacity of that he's a photo of the fainting goat so all these goats are kind of fucked up especially people who maybe even his own age in this game who have been around just as long as him who are not able to hold onto their throne inside of this this world like take like an Eminem figure who is debatably not maintaining the throne depending on who you ask is just an example I, I it doesn't really matter what you think of Eminem in this moment um, but he's willing to come at it with this tenacity and push it to be himself in a way where other people might not be that 's kind of that 's kind of how I felt about this and again he just paints this this serious picture of of the world using his abstract imagery and the way he's been doing on this project the way I guess he just always does one of the favorite things he did is when he goes uh, giant slalom circumvent the cycle pump womp womp circle to the watering hole like you just get this sense of like literally pumping water in that sense um but like it's just so cool the way he sound it made it sound i i really enjoyed this one um i feel i feel like there's just little little moments where you get senses of his relationships with people and the strained way he deals with folk. Like, family approach him like he sat up in his coffin and spoke. We only talk an awkward hello after awkward hello. Most of the visitors request I be tied to a chair. I wear the skin in my detractors. Maybe try not to stare. So, I really related to that in a sense. I don't really get along with my family and stuff. It's kind of awkward. And As my life goes on, I find it harder to relate to people. I mean, I go on my quest and I go do all my stuff and I try to become my, my own, but... I kind of like that i wear the the skin of my detractors like the hate of other people fuels me and gives me the armor i need to 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 kind of go through it and the more my detractors kind of are there i take from them their shit and like their criticisms, that so like in a sense it's self-deprecation, right? So wearing the skin of your detractors, maybe trying to stare is when I take all those negative things people say about me and put them on blast. So yo, know, I'm very aware of them. I'll put it out there in the worst of who I am. So you know, don't bother trying to stare. At, I'm like almost know it. So yeah, I love it. I love the way you put this. Every time I look up from the paper, see animals exhibiting irregular behavior. That's a great fucking double entendre to me because on the one hand it could be like him in the woods in a cabin looking up from a paper literally seeing animals doing some shit that's kind of weird but it's also like people acting out in fucking wonky ways even though i know it's a warning i'm back on my old shit like any other uh morning so it's like he kind of knows maybe this is like a sign that things aren't like normal or the way it should be i love that back on my old shit like every any other morning because it's like you know when you're taking a shit in the morning but at the same time it's like i'm going back into the ways that i know are going to work like this is just kind of how it's supposed to be i like it and then i don't know i don't know what else i can say about this track it's really strong it slaps as hard as the other ones um it, it it's really enjoyable i really think it's cool when he goes escape at the undisclosed aloof and newly mummified you're upsetting the customers you should see the other guy wait and it's almost like maybe he's reconsidering in the sense if he's too offensive and he's trying to push people to like the competition maybe that's taking it a little bit too far but in the sense if like at the end of the day you're not down for the cause and you're upsetting his vibe fuck you get out i really i really like this i really like this track a lot i'm going to go ahead and throw on another 4.5 on this it's it's a really cool track i i think he's doing it a lot on this album to great effect where somewhere around the end of the the chorus before the third verse the beat flips up a bit and i think it just keeps bringing life into these songs i think his wordplay is just amazing i don't know what else i can say about it without being dribbly so let's move on to jumping coffin so the first thing that popped out at me is this is probably like the fifth or sixth track on this song where he literally has a coffee bar in some way uh, in this case it's sugar in the coffee like a seance in the tv room um I don't know i just think it's cool that he likes coffee that much Like another know that he's talking about like a mug with the spoon still like stuck up and i just think it's like in i guess he drinks a lot of coffee i guess that's like a really important thing to him it's an important thing to me too i wish i could drink a coffee now but then i would never sleep tonight um i really like this again like this track allegedly is and i say allegedly because ungenious aesop rock has these little anecdotes or little two second things he put down like this is about like letting the spirit world talk to you apparently and you can kind of see that in the chorus some try to combat any kind of odd force trying to make contact nah let it in let it in Some trying to stonewall any kind of woo woo trying to make a phone call nah let it in and then in the second verse it got me really thinking about what that really meant right so ring around the rev let it in said he wasn't ready yet he never left the edge a sketch so i started kind of like take the idea a little one step further like maybe it's like your bigger purpose maybe the spirit world reaches out to you and enlightens you and kind of gives you a sense of what you're supposed to be living for in this world you know so had a couple to visit with a million pressing questions like where are you the night of what are you traversing earth in spite of so it's like maybe you're doubting the spirit Or the spirit has a lot of questions for you either way there's a sense of doubt that I'm getting from here like how are you adjusting to the triumph I'm asking for a friend who caught a loss and never surfaced so it's like he meets the spirit and I guess he's trying to find some answers to the questions like how did you succeed in this world meanwhile if you jump ahead a little bit he's kind of has humans in a lobby holding crosses up I understand the caution but some of you just want to see the coffin jump until the coffin jump then is what I call a punk So I took from that there with the idea of like religious people or, you know, waiting for death to start life in the afterlife, in a sense, right? So instead of maybe embracing the will of the spirits and, you know, kind of living your life to the fullest now and to start embracing stuff, people almost hold themselves back in a sense of servitude, waiting until death, because at that point, your life's going to start but when it kind of dies that's you know when he's seeing it like that's the end that's when it's over so you didn't even get to where coughing blood and talking tongues so that's kind of pointing out the kind of twisted sense of religion like you don't really listen to the spirituality of the world even though you're caught up on religious norms and i thought that was such a cool way to like lay it down like that um i also like the end of the verse don't to mention once you hassle the hoard it doesn't matter how much furniture you stack at the door so it's kind of like at a certain point you can't really prepare for death you know you can't really prepare for the things that are coming so if you don't really kind of live your life to the fullest you know there's certain things are just going to happen anyway and if you kind of test it i don't know i liked it a lot i kind of lost my train of thought there um, I also thought it was really cool in the, the last verse when he's like take a second for some bacon take his head off when in transit I don't coexist I don't exist so I guess in a sense he's kind of going back to the isolationist point of view like he's not really interested in the whole kind of world out there he's just doing his thing even JC him with the loaves and fish you feel dementia like getting closer uh, like the devil oh sorry getting closer like the devil getting over now his antennas are roaming for radio Terra Nova and i just thought that was cool because he kind of keeps playing back into the religion bars but it's almost like when it comes down to it this shit doesn't hit him it goes over his head he's just kind of rolling out and he talks to like or he's inspired almost by like true universality whereas the kind of constructs that govern most people in the world aren't very interesting to him so again a really riveting song the beats kind of all over it's super nuts the hook is catchy it's really fun um i'm gonna go ahead and throw this one a 4.75 on 5 and let's move on to the halfway point of this project that's right we are at the halfway point my time check is 12:59 a.m let us move on through to holy waterfall what a cool bass line especially at that part before the third verse i really enjoyed that i like the kind of weary eerie noise on the outro this beat is really nice it kind of has this like more of an intense vibe i also really like the just the way he goes into the chorus like i don't know how to describe it but it feels like he enters the chorus before a song would normally do it like a little bar like early or something i don't know if you guys are catching what i mean but it sounds beautiful like it's not off beat or anything it's just the way he constructed it and i really like the kind of non-standard formatting of that it really popped off at me this is cool this one's about his trip to uh cambodia apparently so basically he went there went to its spirit world it kind of sounds like in a lot of senses this is just like a bunch of trips whether they're drug or spiritual or whatever just different places his mind has gone that allowed him to get to this deeper sense of being and i feel like this is just really fun i like when he's like i'm a glutton where the food's still shimmy and shake not a fingerprint to pin him to a physical plane so it's kind of like he's blitzed out of his mind being a glutton in the vacation sense of cambodia that uh probably show up as an isolated pocket of cool got my way of making tilapia hot in the boat it just sounds like he's got this vibe going on. And you're just kind of on this adventure with him. I don't know. He's smoking something without a name. Maybe 20. Paranoia. 80 plotted again. So it sounds like he's just fucking wrecked on some shit. Having a great time. But also, like, his mind is gone. I like the line where... Um, He's like, uh, we basically broke up. uh, I've spent a long and bitter breakup with the science of sleep. I'm through the lobby on a stomach with a knife in my teeth. So I like how consistently he brings back to this knife, right? Like it's constant on this album. Like we're on a journey through the spirit world. As much as it's like enlightening and there's all sorts of stuff, he's consistently armed. You know, he's on edge. He's paying attention to the world around him in that sense. And I really enjoy that kind of dichotomy that gets presented pretty much the whole way through this overall the rest of this track kind of flows through with the same kind of descriptive stuff there wasn't anything else that super super popped out at me i enjoyed the 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 idea in the chorus like forecast warm just like you know the weather forecast while you're in somewhere like cambodia it's going to be warm that's what's up next week it's going to be like that leftover chicken for the dogs i've been jumping over fences in a hundred different forms so it's like you know just we're out here we're in this world we got all this excess food and i'm tripping that's what i took from that maybe i'm wrong and if i am and i completely misinterpreted some of these things i would love to hear what you took from this in the comments below i think this one's pretty dope i'm gonna give it another 4.5 it's maybe not one of the more profound ones but from an enjoyability i feel like i could just throw this on and listen to it it's got such a listenability to it um anyway let's move on to the next track it's called flies Okay, this is literally just about fruit flies and the ever going battle of it. Uh, let's go through this track because I went through this this summer and it drove me nuts and then there was this one time that we had a fruit that was rotting like the, the the girlfriend had bought this and then she forgot she bought this fruit and it was just rotting so for like weeks it was just this non-stop battle we couldn't figure it out but flies buzz around the sink lunch on the crumbs fuck y'all think everything was fine not a single peep it happened overnight must have been the ac some uninvited guests some unappealing sludge and it's literally just then goes on to describe all the flies coming through he cleans everything up trying to get rid of it no matter what he does there's just more flies and i love it and it's just really what it is it's, it's like it drives you nuts right because you're trying to get rid of the flies and everywhere you turn they are they, bzzz, they go around i once did an interview here and the dude was going nuts over the fly in the room but like what are you supposed to do you can't really like stop and deal with it at that moment um and i just think it's a cute little track about flies but it's so relatable like who hasn't gone through this where you're like okay fine i fucked up i didn't clean up enough garbage but oh shit there's flies and then you just can't get rid of them no matter what you do you clean everything down to cleaning the fridge i swear we did the same thing we cleaned the fridge for the first time in ages it was this is such a really it's a five on five this is such a cool little short tune i'm really glad it's here this is one of my faves off this project not like maybe masterful like crazy great song but this is some shit i would show a lot of people be like yo you, you think rap can't be about whatever check this song out about flies and tell me you don't relate to it anyway let's see what salt's about wow i love this track i love the little at the end with the piano i love the drums the drums feel alive fresh like you could almost picture the drummer going at it i don't know if it's a drum machine or instruments but it's fucking fire and alive um the overall beat again just has this great energy to it i feel like the production on this album is right up my alley i don't know if it's just as good as i think it is i think it's like a plus composition but as far as preferences goes i would throw this on by choice to listen to regardless of anything like and what i mean is sometimes when i do these reviews like i objectively go dash is fire but like when push comes to shove i'm not gonna throw that album on any day of the week whereas i feel like this album has a sonic quality in line with my preferences that are very much like any day of the week i can listen to this jam it's so well put together um and its flow is so tight i feel like i can learn so much about technique from this album like one of the things that caught me out is the way he pronounced the word "scabbard," and he just kind of ended his syllable so hard and unnatural, and I'm like, "It sounded so good like you and then the rest of it he just flows it properly in the sense of, of normal enunciation, but just the way he can abuse a word like that, make it sound so good, I'm pulling it in and just fit so proper, almost creating a little flow break giving him a pocket to breathe it's just so well constructed from a a writing front and i really like it i feel like this is him kind of bigging himself up a little bit at the beginning you know severe cold stare at the code keep a small circle like a deer in a scope so i feel like again that cold that sense of like he's he's maybe sick with it um he stares at the code and i I believe that's like the g code in a sense or the, the the way you're supposed to be the proper way of living uh he keeps his kind of small circle you know people around him he's established this a lot like a deer in a scope you get it the whole point anyway i like when he goes let me clear my throat and throws a sample in and then he's ready to just fucking starts going off he's hyping up the context whatever and then along the way he kind of brings up the sense of rats rats as big as cattle sent to babylon convulsing and i believe now we're talking about other mcs other people in the industry people he has to deal with in his life and he says some really great lines like, uh, Well I do believe that you believe you're adding to the magic of the motive. Homie, all I hear is dad, I want a pony. Fuck the police, da da da. Um so what I take from that is a lot of people out there are making a lot of noise but practically doing very little to contribute to anything, whereas Aesop's out there trying to find ways to contribute to the greater good in a proper way, so he's trying to actually live the life in a way that doesn't contribute to harm, whereas a lot of people are just kinda of attention horse. And I like how he just kinda of goes down and doubles down with the rats in the second verse and just kinda of just shows this disdain almost for these people that in his mind are setting themselves up to fuck up everything um i love the way this sounds i kind of like the end of it when um he's like i'm in the alley pace and i'm skirting the curtain call i make my hospital corners in a circle of salt so he would make a circle of salt i guess to keep the demons or the bad people away in old folklore so i guess he's going around the hospital corners which is allegedly a safe place of healing but he has to protect it from like the omens of darkness which is just such a cool juxtaposition because it's a hospital but then it it adds an extra context to your condition is not a condition we know like your sickness of being a fucking rat is not something i can connect to i really like it a lot um i'm gonna have to give it another 4.5 it's a brilliant track um i don't know like i feel like this album is just consistently a brilliant thing to listen to i would recommend it to a lot of people anyway next up on this is going to be sleeper car so fun fact this is the only track on the project that it has co-production credits um Hanny and leon michelle sent the framework to the beat and i thought that was interesting so this is the only one that wasn't just entirely kind of put together at a production level by aesop rock this one is about a trip he did in thailand and that is definitely reflected in the bars like bamboo shoots buddhas was removed shoes pugilisms brewing over who's too too who's moving through the super moon with goonies off anyway it's the same kind of stuff to be honest um, i don't have like a lot to comment on this track i think it vibes really cool i really like when he said northbound Lotbury, where it's human zero monkeys one because i remember uh during covid how the monkeys like came and like attacked the city and were like tripping because there was no food and they like took over it so i just kind of pictured that going on um again to me this song is sold on the production it's just such a stellar alive experience at this point like aesop's consistent i'm really loving it i like the poetry i like the chorus how it's almost like he's in this ethereal experience and if he happens to get out of it you know what it doesn't matter send him back in he's just this is where it's at Um, And he's almost like he's lost himself to being in vacation to being on these trips to going to this spirit world To escaping the norm, but this almost feels more normal to go on these crazy adventures and I really like that idea because If you are so caught up in your like nine to five life and stuff like this just sounds like some crazy adventures That like I want my life to be like what aesop rock is doing up here um I don't know i love the way the beat like in about two-thirds of the way through the first verse it just kind of gets real alive again the drums are just stellar everything about this track is really enjoyable for me to listen to um it's as consistent as pretty much anything else uh i've heard on the album so far but instead of wasting your all time because i have much more to say 4.5 moves. move it along to another short guy 1 to 10. Uh, my boss at work is back pain and like i've seen what it can do to him uh so like i guess like i'm in my 30s now so picturing my 40s and knowing that this kind of stuff is coming is kind of depressing but i like it it's got this goofy airy kind of beat and it's really just a track about having a bad back as you get kind of older you know like there's not much else to it but in the same way of the flies track it's just so relatable it's just so like simple to latch onto it's not overly complex but at the same time it's so well written it's just so well put out like he's just coping he's just putting it all out there this is like one of those tracks where i think he was saying maybe you can't relate to this song at this moment like back on the intro i can't i i can just stand up pretty easy and in fact i'm going to try working on my flexibilities and stuff as much as i can because i hear your flexibility goes in your 40s um and i guess that's what he's going on like his lumbar spine's betraying him and shit i think it's brilliant this is a beautiful little track i'm giving it a five i like these little relatable things i like the fact that he's using the platform to just talk about stuff like like i don't know i know that in my 30s my my p game is different than it was in my 20s like it's just you know sometimes it sprays in a little uncontrolled fashion that i wasn't expecting and nobody ever told me that that was coming you know and then i asked some other dudes and they're like yo this is a real thing and all of us were like why did nobody warn us why did like nobody tell us that that was gonna happen and i feel like in a sense that's what aesop rock's doing here he's letting us all know that we get to look forward to back pain brilliant little tune five on five let's move on to attaboy you know that guitar work is stellar like seriously the instrumentals on this album are just like composition after composition of varying genres like this almost had like a jazzy kind of feel going on to it and i and i can't say i've heard that on this project so far so being so late into this album given the number of tracks because the length is is all right like A 12-track, a 5-minutes album, like, uh, let's say, the Don Caluminati, is the same approximate length as this album. But because it's broken into 21 tracks, right, that means you're basically putting up 21 sounds. And I think he's done such an excellent job at keeping my interest. Because I find his rapping style, while it's definitely not monotonous, has a degree of tonal monotony. As in, he raps basically in the same voice the whole way through so having the production vary so much gives the album the versatility whereas another rapper may have that versatility in his voice and cling to like the same kind of beat sounds or whatever um i don't know i really like this i feel like the uh, the track is almost like the whole album in a, in, a in, in like wrapped up like the intent of him as your spirit guide it's like he is who he is and he can show you his whole kind of warped perception of the world and kind of take you through his mind and give you a different way of seeing things and that's just what he is that's who he is and i just love the fucking random almost weirdness to the bars like uh recapture capture both the flag and the batterman. uh batter up throw a badass to the basilisk throw a fucking crab off the mountaintop free uh free free falling with the shuttle parts and flower pots and there's this consistent sense of him trying to take on um the bullshit or to take on false bravado and fake crap and just get rid of that like the pretentiousness he just wants to be himself and be legitimate with it i love the end of this track when he's like i see who proper hobnobbing with the la da that kind of shit is simply not the way i pop and lock so that's dope right because it's like the hobnobbing with the la da kind of implies like you're fucking around and you know dancing around with people doing fake vapid crap but that's not the way he pops and locks which is like some real shit coming through and little more of an impressive situation i think it's in terms of dancing i think it's really cool i think it's really well constructed it's the same kind of thing really dense lyricism he dances on this beat perfection you can really hear his experience it's such a clean and digestible sound in my opinion uh i'm gonna give this another 4.5 on 5 like i don't know like this album has not had a bad track on it and it's had some excellent tracks on it uh why don't we move on to kodokushi So this one has some great cuts from uh, DJ Zone. According to aesop rock. I noticed it. I really enjoyed the sound of that. I like the production on this. It's upbeat It's dancey, but it kind of starts off teasing like it's gonna be kind of instrumentally like the last one and then just flips the sound on you And I thought that was super cool. This sounds like a darker self-deprecating tone to it um, Like right off the jump. I shouldn't even be here. Mom's the word. I burned down the house I gum up the works. I'm in the wrong vibration to summon the earth when the cuffs break better make enough of the cure and I just like you get the you get the sense that he doesn't he doesn't wanna he, he doesn't relate to shit, you know like he doesn't feel like he belongs on the earth, his way of being, and if you think about it a little bit the kind of person he's portrayed himself as right he's an isolationist he doesn't fit in with the norms of the world now if you were to take that to the extreme right then you get the other side of when the pendulum drops and when the self-loathing kicks in and when you're like taking that to the extreme of like yo since I don't belong here maybe like i shouldn't even really be here i go proto-human i'm so unruly architecting my kodo kushi and a kodo kushi is basically when you die undetected for a period of time and then you get discovered later on so you kind of see how he's pushed himself into isolation and he's just kind of feeling away and then it goes on from there he just flows through and again it's that vivid descriptiveness um i just i just really like it a lot i like how he feels like you know even a good i couldn't find the edge of my seat old potpourri confusing powers all mashed together and shooting outward intel gleaned from the prince of dark scarecrow every 10 for infinity yards like he has all these barricades up to keep people out to push everything away to make sure it's unpleasant and unappealing and i guess this is where it's like even within himself he feels this sense of pushing things away i like it a lot i fucking dig the whole pre-chorus thing there like i said the cuss is dope i like the fucking chorus i'm gonna need you to ease back no peace up bleed to the evac like that just fucking flow he has there is fire it just hits so well it's like yo i'm just looking to snap i'm looking for a reason to get off i've been feeling a fucking way and you need to go away because you're the reason and i just i don't it's almost like a level of self-awareness too if you think about it because he could just go off on you But instead he's telling you to go off because he's looking for a reason to, but almost like he doesn't want to because it's just another negative. It's it's, it's like he knows it's the state of mind he's in rather than a real desire to come at you. And I really like that. Um, Territorial organisms, each glorifying our poor decisions. I'm a force you could forecast swarming insects who eat all the corn like war is business i fucking love the intensity in that line like just picture that he is a force as strong as the locust that destroy everything which is a terrible fucking force and people are possessive and territorial and kind of act a certain way and if you think about it in terms of personality and the way classism can work it's just kind of how people are you have to do things my way and just picture him lashing out like if you force me into this corner i will destroy you i don't know it's another 4.515 to me i thought it was a real cool track like i said this whole album has just been consistent let's move on to fixed and dilated Oh, uh, this one is nuts uh but before we get into it he brought up britney bitch like he said britney bitch in a previous track and it's incredible that in the middle of this this song britney spears got brought up in some way not on this song but on this album so that's real dope uh this is amazing this might be one of my new favorites on this album uh it's got this eerie spacey beat that's just kind of floaty and mystical and it fits into the theme of conjuring up magic spells and shit but then it just picks up with the drums at the start of the second verse in, or the chorus or whatever and it just explodes into this whole song and your head just starts banging and you just feel the completeness of it as it explodes but then there's just the hold up i don't know what it is about that but that is such a hook just How's it cause of band bars hold up like you just don't expect hold up to appear there like it's it's like stop thing Yeah, hold up. Let me rewind that for a second But then you just body parts to jump out the jar hold up and then like you stop and think about it It's like there's still kind of a weird bar to put hold up after but it just kind of works and it just flows And I just like it the coba make a circle in the yard. Hold, hold up. So now it's all kind of weird mystical kind of sounding like you know think about that house of cards and bent bars that's kind of like magic or a carnival or kind of out there uh body parts and jars it's kind of like you know you would picture like a witch's house or something i've been playing a lot of witcher okay the COVID made a circle that's some witch shit so now we move in and then the verse starts and it's like it starts with a gambit from beyond and a mile on this the people that plan the haunt hold up and i like the way he brings that hold up back again in this first verse it's just perfect that is some excellent hook ass shit right there but it almost feels like this track is him. I got my list of enemies and I'm going to use, tap into those psychic forces in the spirit world to come at you through the power of my magical spirituality. You know, like evil see him as a vehicle to commandeer two fixed pupils. All he says is he's not here. So he's letting these things come through. Ian is his, is his first name. It's something I just learned. I it's what Aesop Rock's first name is. Um, but it's like he's letting the spirits take over him so that it can be their vehicle and go through it and do what he's got to do with it i think this track's amazing i love the way it flows i can't say any of the other bars are really popping out at me in terms of talking about them it's again incredible language use meant to convey things and in this case he kind of flows on theme with um you know just more occult kind of stuff like as rendered by an excerpt from the lesser key of solomon and from what i found out there that is a book that has magical spells and shit from like the 1700s so like it's kind of just tapping into that it's super on theme i think it's really well done and i think it adds a kind of bit of spooky fun to it um it almost feels like a different kind of flex like at a spiritual intellectual level he is able to tap into historical shit to come at you in a way that you're not even gonna expect and i think that's a really cool flex um let's move on to side quest wow what a great use of pauses and timing in a way where like i just wasn't expecting that i i mean if you've heard the track you know what i mean like when it goes which is otherwise vibrate you know like just the way you put that pause in and the music drops for a second and just kicks up. it just adds this dynamic aliveness to the track to the flow like it got me ideas like I never had before in terms of songwriting. Like that's a exceptional use of timing and pauses throughout this track. Um, this one seems to be about skateboarding. You know, it starts off kind of in a direct way. I like skating to the store in the uh, at night in autumn weather with a couple layers on and some woo. Just kind of painting you a picture. And then you know it makes him feel like he's the shit, even though it goes against uh, how he otherwise vibrates, which I think is just amazing. He's like, listen. I'm so feeling myself in this moment, even though I don't want to be arrogant like that. That's an awesome set of bars. But then he like kind of gets real abstract at it. Like I'm mostly into outer space or underneath the haunted freeway overpass around a storm flat square, kicking wooden toys around. So kicking wooden toys around would technically be like a skateboard. Uh, I'm vandalizing random city's property you know like i just think it's fun like it's just such an out there way of describing the action of going around the city and just skateboarding and and whatnot i just think it's it's a cool tune a fun little interlude thing on this album the beat's ridiculous the construction is really great of this song the uh, again like it just sounds so different than anything else we've heard on this project and it feel and it just is it's good this deep into an album to have that level of versatility it makes me go i have no idea what the next track's going to be i actually want to hear it as opposed to i'm tired of this he's been going on about the same shit but he's been going on in the same style for the whole way through but he's managed to kind of take each track in its own unique direction really making his album dope so i'm going to give this a 4.5 and i'm going to move on to marble cake so is that like the very end as the instrumental was kind of widening down that it clicked what about this beat that i love so much and it's that fucking punk rock inspired bass line that you know that kind of sound going on to it mm. the, the drums is nuts the other production on this song is mm. so good i had a lot of trouble focusing on the lyrics i'm not gonna lie i think this is one of the best songs on the album though i mean it because the lyrics are good like i have them in front of me it's the same kind of stuff uh that we've been getting in my opinion in terms of me being able to give you anything insightful or new commentary at this point i don't really have it um i really like when he goes i'm broken fuck a focus group fuck your folk and toto too because it's like everybody likes Toto everybody likes the Africa song it's like you know what? fuck you fuck your ass fuck everything he's just kind of again inside of his mind i guess it's like trying to go it just feels like a more intense version of trying uh, of like being out there and just the disdain for himself and the system and everything else you feel that that whole emotion coming through but i love the the chorus because the chorus doesn't repeat in this track it, it just is completely different each time but it has the same rhythmic structure and the same melody structure so it just works as a chorus but i love each of the examples upon which he describes his death like i want a flaming arrow shot into a creeping raft i'm kidding i just want the cheapest shit you people have like when he dies just painting up this idea of something like fucking grandiose and over the top but then he's like nah i'm lying just fucking do the dirty it's like pointless it's aimless you know or i want a thousand lanterns drifting on a summer wind. i'm joking y'all can feed me to the fucking pigs or i want to meet the maker in a proper suit and shoes i'm lying let him find the body with the loot removed and it's just such an interesting juxtaposition to me i don't know i just really stuck out i don't have a lot of insightful shit to say on it i just thought it stuck out and it just it's just that's kind of how i feel about death too like i'm happy to like i believe in god and shit so i'm cool with the afterlife but when it comes down to my physical death i've seen the literal cost of funerals and shit so that really just resonated with me overall it's just just, it's really enjoyable i like when it goes um meet the neighbors when your resume is skeleton with ore. um that's really cool your poodle made the paper let's keep it at shoes in an elevator so again that just dislike of people around him the small talk the aimless shit like look you just rather not have to deal with people i respect it i'm giving this track a five on five i don't want to ramble on but yo that was some fire right there that was definitely like, that beat is just nuts i can't describe how much i like it the last track on this project because we finally did it it is uh what is it is what is it? 1:57 a.m for me the girlfriend's gonna kill me it's the four way What a fun way to end the album Uh in Cause like Aesop Rock had this interview They got quoted a bunch Apparently to him This is like the epilogue to the album Kind of an open way to end it Whereas the real ending of the album Is a marble cake But I kind of like the way it ends on this Like marble cake is really intense and just kind of like feels like in the depths of his mind this is where he's at and we're at the end of the journey kind of say but then here it kind of feels more upbeat like look at that chorus you know sideways ran that shoe's the zooed up you know it's kind of an intense situation he's okay losing a shoe in the mud so if it goes bad it goes bad you just keep moving sideways ran that shoe the roof through home by 12 and two shoes at the end of the day it all worked out. Um, I like a lot of parts of this. It seems like it's really fun. I like when it goes, I look like a dick in my picture ID, but the pic isn't me. Huh. I don't know. There's something about that that hit it. I can't really figure out the more profound meaning. Maybe when he looks in the mirror, he doesn't recognize himself or the idea of who he is versus the governmental version of who he is don't like align he doesn't see uh how he fits into a system i don't know i just i just like the way that sounded um this track just is really good to listen to i like the third verse where it's like the first half is him describing his house and it's like oh yeah the one with the red cross and bread on the door and the one with the werewolf in front of much whatever and then he gets to the point where it's like oh wait which one's yours i don't care ignore that don't care toast the march of the oncomb hair came in it i like how he like brings a moat to the the social he doesn't want anyone around and it's like as much as like he kind of stand fish and doesn't like people it also feels like he went on this adventure he went out and even if he hated it and it didn't work he still put himself out there and, and went on the ride and yeah maybe it didn't You know, work out and he just kind of left and he just kind of bounced out on his own it still feels like at the end of the day he went out and he got home safe with two shoes and everything worked out fine and then it just just ends on such an abrupt note and I love it. I like this track too it's a great close to the album it's an airy lighter beat it's a 4.5 on 5 for me and that means we did it. We got to the end of this album I love this album. This is an amazing project. It's really a contender for one of the best albums I've heard all year and I say that a couple of times but like as far as my enjoyability goes I think every instrumental on this project 21 of them were really great they were all well composed extremely cool to listen to Uh, Aesop Rock just has an ear that like creates a sound on this album that really resonated with me so I don't know how much of it is objective but I really loved it Um, I think lyrically he does what he does best but also keeps it super versatile and lives up to the journey through his mind I feel like in a lot of ways you get to the this personal experience of how he perceives the world in more of dealing with people why he chooses to be kind of isolationist but at the same time you get these little snippets of regular life like i'm a person too like on that fly's track completely amazing um, overall i would recommend this album to a lot of people who might not be as willing to give hip-hop a chance i know my literary geeks would be all up on this i just think this is this is a well-rounded really well put together album i really liked malibu ken too so like for me i haven't touched his older work yet if y'all want to see me review some older Aesop rock we can totally make that happen in the future but like for me this is an amazing experience um it's got depth it's got maturity and in his own abstract way it's basically him saying like i've learned to come to love myself for who i am and find the purpose in who i am and you should let the world communicate to you who you need to be and pursue that yourself and i think that's a really cool message to deliver across this chaotic range of emotions that go on inside of his brain it's a dope album so yo thank y'all for being here with me let me know what you thought of the review of the album down in the comments like the video if you liked it hit that subscribe button all that good stuff special thanks to the patrons Ismail Gadamsey, chris prada jonathan barnes lg e. black hurricane linda williams and scribble they're dope support what we do and yeah if you uh, like us you can uh, support that that as well i make music as i said at the very beginning you can check that out links in the description and on that note everyone live long and prosper